Is the blooming ground melting? Or was it grass? But what would grass be doing here? Soft. Soft and warmish. Now what was soft and warmish? The solution came to him in a sickening flash. Suddenly weakened, the human croquet hoop went flat, doing a sort of split north and south from the stomach. Then it bounded up towards the unseen stars. Obeying the laws of gravitation, Ben came down on the spot from which he had vertically ascended. In other words, he came down on a dead man. After that, he ran amok. He ran without knowledge of time or direction. Actually, the time was five minutes and the direction was a very large circle. He fought imaginary foes all the way, and at every fifth step he leapt high over imaginary corpses. By the time he completed the circle, his breath was spent. Back at the spot where he'd started from, he paused. He knew it was the same spot for various reasons. One was the chain, the chain over which he nearly tripped just before falling over the dead body. There it was, no mistaking it. Another reason was a shape looming on his left, a bit of a boat. He remembered that too. Another reason, the strongest reason, was instinct. He knew this was the same spot, couldn't say why, just knew it. It was as though he'd stepped back into a picture he'd temporarily deserted, completing it again. Yes, but one thing wasn't in the picture. What was it? What was missing? He stared at the ground ahead of him. His eyes glued themselves to the spot. Lummy, he muttered. Where's he got to? A splash answered him. Several nasty things had happened during the last few minutes, but this splash was among the nastiest. If it had been followed by a cry, or by further splashing, or by any sound denoting movement, it would have seemed less ominous. But it was followed by nothing. Just silence. Whatever had caused the splash had made no protest. And then, suddenly, without warning, a dark form came vaguely into view and stopped dead. The form was tall and shadowy, and the reason of its abrupt halt was obvious. If it had come into Ben's view, Ben had also come into its view. Each was a dim shadow to the other. Too frozen to move, Ben stared at the spectre, while the spectre stared back. What you got to do? he told himself soberly, is to stop being frightened, see? Then he felt two arms around him and forgot the advice. Ben's accomplishments were few, but he could carve little statues out of cheese and could bite. He bit now, and fortunately what he bit proved vulnerable. The spectre emitted a savage oath, there was no doubt now that it possessed a tongue, and Ben felt a pain somewhere. He didn't know where. There wasn't time to find out. But he knew he felt it, and the knowledge was so acute that he was urged to give it a second bite. 
the second bite produced a second oath and a temporary loosening of the tentacles around him. He slid down, dodged left, slid up, dodged right, twisted, turned and ran. He heard a heavy fall behind him. The chain that had once proved his enemy now proved his friend. His pursuer had tripped over it. Profiting by this incident, Ben ran as he'd never run before. That's to say, his legs moved as they'd never moved before. For some reason, born of the nightmare atmosphere, his body seemed to be insisting on slow motion. And as his legs raced beneath him, he had a queer feeling that he was travelling in first gear. Oi! What was this? The dark world began to swim. The spectre was behind him, 20 feet or two, but this new apparition was...